Hi, everyone. I'm coming to you today from a new microphone. Um, we had to upgrade because the other microphone was not driving with my computer. But yeah, anyways, welcome to, what is it, episode two, season three, The Midnight Bookworm. I'm Neela, your host. Um, today, I'm not going to be talking about any specific books. So if you came for a book wreck, well, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll give out a few. But um, yeah, so I feel like a lot of people, like it's summer, you know, people are hopefully like you're getting sort of a break. Um, if you work a nine to five, then oops, that kind of sucks. But if you're like me and you're a college kid, you're a high school kid and you're on summer break and I mean, maybe you're interning right now, maybe you're doing classes, working like me, um, but hopefully you get a little more free time this summer. And I feel like a lot of people, whenever I give them, you know, a book recommendation, they're like, oh, like, I'll read it in the summer. And I I want to encourage, like, now that you're here, you're in the summer, you have this well-deserved break, I'm sure, knock on wood, I don't know if you just heard that, that's me knocking on wood for you, um, that your finals went well or are currently being graded and are going to go well. Um, and I hope that you really take this time to, you know, chillax. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I am a mood reader and I want to kind of talk about that today. So I feel like what a lot of people don't talk about is how, like, I guess not emotional, but the experience of reading is very private and personal. And we all kind of like, you know, we're reading when we were like, I don't know, five and we were like ripping through books, but they were like 20 page books, you know? So I feel like now that everyone is sort of like in the grind, in the rat race, like reading definitely comes like more to the sidelines, which I mean, I get, but um, yeah, as a bookworm, <laughs> I hate when I mention to someone like, oh, like, I have, like, a book podcast, and they're, like, oh, haha, I haven't read since eighth grade, and I'm, like, that is not a flex, babe, like, that is just sad, and I really hope that um, today I'm gonna give you a couple ideas for how you can sort of alleviate that if that is you, um, and I don't know, I was gonna call this alternative reading, but I think a better title is like how to read without reading. And I feel like I might have done a couple episodes on this before. I'm trying to look. But yeah, I talked about like reading in college, but I have a couple more tips that I've definitely been employing. Um, and so we're going to get into it. Um, so the first of the day. So when you think about reading, I want you to change your perspective on like what reading is. Reading is not, you know, like you have to have this paper book and you have to read 20 pages a night and you need to finish it in a week and like da da da, you know. And first, I would really like to encourage people to start going to their libraries because I don't know about you guys, but I always see like book haul, like going to Barnes and Nobles and seeing what I can buy with $100. I don't have $100, you know? I am, like, a student. I don't have $100. I don't want to, like, make my parents pay for some books that I may not even read. And if, um, 
I guess if we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a step back from the library. First, I think I'm gonna talk about getting books cheaper. Um, and that really is half price books, like not a sponsorship. I don't even think they know I exist. Um, but I love half half wow, half price books. Um, I feel like a lot of people sort of see the glitz and glam of like Barnes and Nobles or just any of those big bookstores, and it's like I have to buy this book brand spanking new and it cannot have been touched by another human but like unless you're buying it for like I don't know maybe it's like a collector's edition or like you really want this book like pristine because you're like completing your like collection of the series like if you're not doing something like that like I don't see the point in spending 25 bucks on a book that you're gonna read once maybe twice and then never pick up again and just have on your shelf and someone will like comment on it five years later and you'll be like yeah I read that and you have no idea what the plot was because it's five years later you know so I also feel like there's probably I don't know how much book waste is there let's google so in general I feel like if you really need um to buy like if you really need to own that copy forever but like you don't care the condition that it is um Oh, here we go. Okay, so statistics. The EPA estimated in 2018 the generation of paper was 26 million tons. But I feel like that's not books. Um. Anyways. So, yeah. I feel like there's probably, like, I could be completely making up statistics. But, like, let's be real. The world kind of sucks. So, I think it's safe to assume that we are probably wasting (laughs) some sort of paper um, in books. And yeah, here, so news books, here we go. Um, Okay, in 2018, there were 690,000 tons of of book paper wasted. I will say she's going down. Like, the tons are going down. But I don't think that we need to add more to the pollution of our planet. So, back to my original point. If you really need to buy it, get a half price. Go to, like, Goodwill. And, like, my friend Medica and I, we play this fun game where we, like, close our eyes. And you do it with another person. You close your eyes and, like, run your hand along the shelf. And then you, like, the other person says stop. And then you, like, stop wherever and you pick out that book. Do that. Get a random book like that. Like, do something fun. If you really need to buy it, make it fun. Don't make it, like, a chore because you really should be, like, reveling. Reveling? Reveling? I don't know. Okay. Um, anyways. Um, and the fact that you get to, like, own this book forever. And I feel like there is a lot of, like, book waste of people just buying books, never touching it. And then they like die and it all gets donated, but no one wants to read it because it's like 80 years later. And I, I'm not like going to be the almighty here and be like, you know, like I have books that I probably should recycle or get rid of or sell because I don't read them. But I don't like, I feel like I'm very, I consume a lot of media where it's normal to be like buying a shit ton of, oh, um, anyways, um, a crap ton of books and like not like like reading it like be serious like you are not reading that much anyways so that's my first tip number one 
is if you're going to buy it, buy it secondhand. Number two, why would you need to buy it? Da, da, da. Um, so if you really need, like, I don't know about you guys, but I love me like an in on paper book. I love me a physical copy. I love reading outside, like in my backyard. And it's kind of hard to read on technology that way. Like it gets overheated and it's like kind of gross. And honestly, I just love the aesthetic of it all. So other than like, you know, borrowing someone's copy, if they have it, um, go to your local library. Like I think the library is so underutilized. I love my local library, but also my university library. Like even like my like the, oh, what is it called? So we had like a dining center that also had other stuff and it literally had a library within it and that library was empty and people would never come and they would have like those trendy books like they would have Aquatar they would have um that other Sarah J Mass thing that I forgot it's called um and they would have like all the romance books that have been really popular and all that kind of stuff and no one was in there and like we just get access to this library because we're paying tuition so like I feel like you really should look for these hidden libraries like use them like your taxes are already paying for them if you pay taxes so yeah that's my number two love your local library um my number three i would say is to use a little sneaky way now i'm not gonna name the website but um if y'all remember that whole news cycle when z library went down everyone was like talking about it and if you weren't a reader you were probably like wtf is um what's it called? Z Library. Um, So Z Library was this online thing where you could get published books for free in like PDF or EPUB form. Um, And although that website is down, many others remain. Um, I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be that person, but just DM me if you need to know. But I feel like media is so like available, like Unless this is, like, a very small author and you really want to give them money. Like, does, I don't know, does J.K. Rowling need another, uh, what is it called? Like, royalty from you buying her book? No. So, get the online version, you know? Like, if it's a book that, like, getting it or paying it is not going to impact the author's life in any way, I really don't see why we have to purchase it the right way you know like freedom to the people um I'm not usually sponsored so I don't think I can get in trouble for saying this um now that I'm saying this I feel like I could be used in like a court lawsuit but I'm just saying if you know the ways like who is it really hurting you know because people are gonna buy their books anyways there's a lot of people who don't listen to this podcast and shame on them so there you go um yeah so my next version is i guess my next chapter is why does it have to be a book you know i feel like a lot of my friends are like i could not read those long books that you read like the 500 pages i'm like all right i'm not gonna say and i'm a little i'm not gonna say that i'm an exception because i'm not an exception i feel like there's a lot of people but i think when you're a big reader you're kind of not usually surrounded by a lot of people who also are big readers. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. I just yawned. It's like 9.30 p.m. Um, anyways, um, and I feel like when you're a big reader, sometimes you're kind of like 
the singled out big reader. Like, I feel like people always knew that I was a big reader and, like, therefore that was, like, who I am. And I'm not going to say it's not. Like, I literally talk about this stuff in, like, interviews. But um, if you're not like me and you don't want to read a 500-page book, um, one, my thing is make sure you're, what you're reading is a good po- book. Sometimes people will be like, I can't get through this book. And then I see the book and I'm like, this is a crap book. Like, you should not have been reading this. It was bad. But um, I would say, one, go for standalones. Go for trashy romances, the best ones out there. Um and go for stuff that interests you and you're not, oh, it's popular, I should read it. Oh, everyone says to read the classics, I should read it. The Iliad? Boring. I literally took a class on it. Boring. You know, like Frankenstein, she was a little cute, but other than that, mainly boring. Like, don't read the boring books. But anyways, listen to my recommendations. Anyways, um, it doesn't have to be a book. One, it can be an audiobook. Jessie, my friend, loves audiobooks. And honestly, she hasn't converted me because I think I really read faster than what, like, I hear. And I, like, can't listen to it if I know I'm going to read it faster. But if you're, like, not in this chill zone that I'm in, like, you can read an audiobook. Use Libby because it literally connects to your library card. Look at that. Two in one. Library and audiobook. Also, like, I feel like you don't need to be reading books. Um, And this might be controversial, but I feel like we live in a very fast-paced society. Yes, reading is good, but also podcasts are good. This is a great podcast, but you know what I mean. Like, sometimes if you really want to read, that is fine. But I feel like a lot of people kind of just want information at a more, like, digestible level. Like, if you want to, like, I don't know, want to read, I guess want to know stuff that's factual, but, like, I feel like nonfiction books can sometimes be really boring. Like, listen to a TED Talk, you know? Stuff like that where it's like, I don't need to read the entire 400-page self-help book. I can listen to the 20-minute TED Talk and get the same experience. Like, if that is okay with you, I feel like that's fine. And I think we, as a society, as a society need to stop being, like, so judgy about, like, if people read. Like, I feel like once you say, I read, people are like, oh, like, I can't believe, like, other people don't read. Like, yes, okay, I literally said this at the beginning. It's different when you're bragging about not reading, but if you want to get into it but know you don't have the attention span, like, maybe you have, like, attention deficit problems or maybe you just, like, literally can't focus that long. Like, it's no big deal. We're all busy people. Put on a 30-minute podcast and go for a walk, you know? So that's my second, you know, suggestion is to do a podcast. Um, and lastly, I would like to, you know, talk to the unspoken hero of modern day society, which is fan fiction. Um, and I always, whenever I say like, oh, I read romances without fail, one person will say I was a Wattpad girl and I'll be like, there you go. Um, for those who don't know, there are many fan fiction sites. Now, what is fan fiction? I don't know. Let's look at the Let's look at the definition. Um, I'm not going to get into specifics here um, because I feel like the thing about fan fiction 
is like it's very personal and I like okay fan fiction is fiction written by a fan of and featuring characters from a particular series movie etc so you're using the same characters but you're giving them a new story and that's why I feel like fan fiction is so personal because it depends on what you have read so by digesting fan fiction that means that you have read something and it's not like I feel like it gets a bad rep and I feel like people are always like that's not real reading but like if you're reading text it's reading I really wish that Goodreads had like a way to log fan fiction because I read all the young dudes and if you guys didn't know that like the the page count for that I think is longer than like what is that what is that book it's like War and Peace. I think it's literally longer than War and Peace. And you're telling me I can't log that on my Goodreads because it's online? Like, be so serious. So, yeah, I feel like it should count. And there's a couple sites like Wattpad, fanfiction.net, like Archive of Our Own, and also like Tumblr, Twitter. Like, people plug their stuff so hard. And if you have a favorite TV series, there's fanfiction on it. If you have a favorite movie that was like never a book there's fan fiction on it you know like I feel like there's fan fiction on everything so that is my last suggestion which is not all reading has to be in a book if your mind is still working and digesting and you're enjoying it it should be pleasure like this is for fun reading does not have to be this elitist thing and I've said my piece um that's my rant I hope that you guys all try some sort of new reading method. Um, I'm a 1.2 speed on the podcast kind of girl, but let me know. DM me if you have any questions. Um, That is it for today, and there's no book recs, but I hope you enjoyed listening to my lovely, beautiful voice, and I will see you guys next time. Peace out.